Good morning, good evening, <laughs> wherever you are in the world. Right now we are in Cambodia and life is quite magical. Being able to travel and, and just experience the world how we really want to experience it. You know, we were able to break free from our jobs and escape uh, the West and come and see how other people live in other parts of the world. And to be honest with you, this isn't a touristy uh, vacation for us. We, we've been gone for two and a half months and we are basically coming to learn like uh, a student of life, you know, like a, a class in the education of earth. And it's been incredibly eye-opening. And the one thing that I've learned the most is humans are humans no matter where you are in the world. Everybody understands love. And, and that's such a cool thing that I have been opened up to. You know, obviously I, I knew that we're human beings, a part of the human race, but the world really tries to sell you on this idea that we're so different, you know, because invisible lines on planet Earth separate us. So that has created some idea of division within us. And we adopt this mentality within ourselves, some of us, you know, if we practice that mentality or you hang around people that practice that mentality, usually that becomes a part of your daily practice and how you view the world. But when you come over here and you cross that threshold and you decide to think for yourself and learn about people on your own terms, the education is a, a wonderful lesson because human beings are human beings anywhere in the world. And love is a universal language. And it's very incredible to experience that, that understanding you know, love is an understanding versus an emotion. You know, it's just people, it's, it's energy, it's, it's a vibrational frequency, it's a flow. And it's incredible because it's so real. It, it's just something you can feel. We went to a village that had many children accumulated within it, maybe 40 of them, uh, where they had three or four people that watched them because their parents had to travel away to work to find money they had to go quite some distance so they leave the kids in this location and it's safe so the children all come together and there was about 40 of them and they didn't speak any English obviously there is no English school in these little tiny villages out in the middle of nowhere but the very cool thing that happened was they started pointing at things that we could understand such as a cow there was a cow there and they would point at the cow and then say the word that it was in Khmer. Khmer is the language that they speak in Cambodia. And then they would grab the grass and, you know, the little girl would hold it up and, and point at the grass and say the Khmer word. And she did that with a few other things to get me going. And I didn't know what she was doing. I, th I thought they just thought it was funny when I would speak the Khmer language or try and mimic what they would say. But then she pointed at one of the little boys and there was about 10 or 12 of them standing around me. And we'd all been playing together for quite some time, but we couldn't really communicate other than playing with each other, right? But then she pointed at one little boy and she said uh, a Khmer word, but the little boy pointed at himself and he repeated the Khmer word. And I looked at him and, and I said the word and then he pointed at himself. I was like, that's his name. And then she pointed at the next kid and he pointed at himself as if to tell me like, this is my name. And we went around the whole circle and everyone spoke their name. None of us had any idea about our two languages, yet we figured out how to talk to each other, how to communicate through practice and through a desire and a will to just communicate. It, I didn't even know she was doing it. I thought they were just having fun with me. 
but she did that and it, that was one of the coolest things that has happened to me on this trip like to learn that that is something that can just transpire within human beings is it's just incredible because we rely on language so much as a form of communication, right? And then we think when we can't understand somebody else, we just completely divided from that person. Like, what's the point of even trying? But the point really became such a beautiful memory and, and education for me and them to know that, you know, two people from opposite sides of the planet could still come together to figure out who we are by name. And I obviously told them my name and they thought it was hilarious. And they, a few of them tried to say it. But it was it was a, a pretty magical moment. One of the greatest things that has happened to me on this trip, it, you know, just just the power of human connection is is so beautiful. And children, man, children are just filled with so much light. You know, it's it's really incredible. These children in this village didn't really have access to cell phones. Many other kids within the cities where we have been traveling, they all have access to cell phones and the internet which has them totally hooked into YouTube and TikTok but these kids out in the villages they didn't have it because they don't have anything but they were completely different I mean there was 40 of them from different families just thrown together and the whole time we were there we went for two days just to play with them and bring them some food and, and we did some face painting my partner made little whiskers on their face so that we had like 40 little cats running around and it was incredible because it didn't take much all we did was buy an eyeliner pen and we put it on their faces and we put it on our faces and and they had an incredible time it, it didn't take a lot of money to uh, give them any love it just was attention you know just to see each other as human beings and have fun with each other uh, money was a misconception. They, they, of course, they need it uh, to, to buy food and whatnot. But uh, for fun, nah, they, they didn't need fancy things at all. And that was really cool to see, see how they interacted together. You know, 40 of them from all different ages and like different families coming together and not having any major fights. Like they didn't even really argue with each other. There was one little guy, he was three. He kind of just got whatever he put his hands on, you know, turned into his but they were all cool with it. It was just like, that's what this little guy does. Like, you know, to think like 39 other individuals just allowing this one child to just, you know, okay, that's that's what he does, you know, like he gets his way and they were okay with it. It was, it was, it, it just taught me so much about like parenting and, you know, how a community works. Like a community, man. Yes, that's just another beautiful thing that, I've been witnessing like a community like even in the cities like in these these tiny little houses they're they're kind of like just like concrete flats you know almost like a a, a parking stall in a garage is kind of what it looks like and they have a little storefront in the front and then they live in the back but you know there could be 10 of them in one of these places and they all eat together they all have conversations together. They'll drink beers together. They'll cook together. They are together. And there is no crazy fighting. I've only witnessed one um, argument here since we've been traveling for six weeks. Happened uh, in the street. And that was the only time I ever seen anybody really get angry or anything with uh, within their relationships with other people. You know, it just it, they didn't have that display. It was like a, we have to work together to survive kind of mentality and coming together is just a requirement and I thought that was such a beautiful thing for us to learn in the West I mean community like even just eating together and the conversations that everyone has but parenting 
like what an incredible thing to view. There's like five or six adults that can help with the children. Like there might be, you know, one or two or three babies on the ground, but there's six individuals constantly around switching hands and, and not only switching hands, but switching personalities, switching the way they teach, switching the information that they give the child. The child is able to grow from many different perspectives. The First Nations have a, a saying, many hands to raise a village. And it's one of the things I love the most. The First Nations are just, the way they do things is just absolutely incredible. I, and, and I know the new earth will consist of them teaching us how to live again, because coming together is the only way we can survive uh, moving forward and it's going to be a beautiful time but I see that here with many hands raising a village and I see the results and the outcome of that you know the personalities within the children they're very outgoing you know they're not shy and they'll come up to you and they're very open and interactive whereas I see in the west you know where we've become so divided in society has us believe that there's some sort of status symbol we need to achieve by wearing certain brands or having the latest cell phone really creates this separation between humans and between children you know seeing kids running around in nikes and other kids that can't afford it they've already divided in school and it's the result of the parents teaching that to the children this idea that there's a social status within financial gain and even if that gain looks like wearing brands that make you think and feel like you're better than somebody is horrible because the results of that practice is complete division. You know, humans that want to connect but feel a sense of division because they've been taught that because they think they're better. And that embellishment of ego within children is just a horrible practice to be teaching them. And it's just an observation that we have to become aware of as guides or parents you don't have to be a parent to absorb this information at all no i mean if you're around children or if you're around young ones in, in any way shape or form i share this information with you so that you can share it with others it's just becoming aware of it it's really just breaking the programming that has had us not think about these things but i think quite a bit and i think about human beings a part of the human race as a family here guests on planet earth and to me i feel like when we can have these conversations, we can grow as a collective because I don't want to divide and I'm pretty sure that everyone's quite bored of this. You know, we all seek this connection, yet we've been taught that it's okay to divide, which is why the pharmaceutical companies step in and they medicate so heavily in the West for depression and anxiety and these crazy results of division because as humans, we're tribal. We are tribal beings. It's ancient. It's within us. It's just part of our DNA. It's, it's part of what we are. We are all one. It's that interconnection that we seek because it's ingrained in us. It's part of us. But society lays such a heavy indoctrination of an acceptable manner of living through division that the mind adopts that mentality, but the heart refuses it. And that's why we have such complications and this desire for medication to make us feel better. The antidote for that is to work on yourself. And, you know, freeing children of, of these complications from a young age is, is something that uh, we can teach them from our lives in our current state. Because if we are feeling 
like we are unhappy due to a sense of division, teaching that to your child so that they don't grow up with that same mentality or in, under those same circumstances is wonderful education to help them grow and help them go out into the world and spread love. Because self-love and self-care is so much more than taking care of yourself on the outside or spending money. By taking care of yourself on the outside, I mean getting your hair cut, getting your nails done, buying clothes or buying anything. That's a complete distraction from what's real. Self-care and self-love means going on a journey within and really facing the things that hold you back in life, like addressing fear for what it is. What are you afraid of? What are you unhappy about? Really questioning those things and not being afraid of asking those questions, being kind of comfortable to sit within the emotion of those memories. Of course, you felt a certain emotion during an experience that happened in your life that you try to distract from today. I can understand that, but you got to move through it because staying in one place and adopting fear, anxiety, and stress as a mentality to practice in a behavior that sort of becomes normal to your being is going to cause you to stay in one place and it won't allow you to grow. The wonderful thing about difficult things and emotional traumas is they can become your greatest asset. It's just having the ability to look at it from a different perspective. And when you can look at your emotional traumas from a different perspective, you're going to learn something. And it's a wonderful thing to practice and even to get comfortable with having the idea of doing this. And, you know, I'm not saying jump into all of your emotional traumas all at once, but start somewhere. And when you start somewhere, start in the present moment. Start just by looking at yourself in the mirror on the day that you decide that you're going to be somebody else. Make a choice. You know, make a choice to say, I am tired of pretending to be somebody I'm not. Because that is so detrimental to the growth of the human being. And you're only pretending to yourself. Of course, other people see you pretending, but the only person you're really pretending for is you. It's, it's very sad and lonely. And I, I know all about these things and everything I talk about is things I have experienced in my life. If this is the first episode you've listened to. I was a drug addict for over half of my life. I was homeless and I was in prison just two and a half years ago. And, you know, two and a half years after practicing the things I talk about, I am now in a place of pure love because I understood and valued self-love. I didn't know how to do it in the beginning, but I made a conscious choice that I wasn't gonna be the human I was for so many years because I was gonna look at the things that held me back, I was gonna process them, and I was gonna be somebody different in the present moment. And that was a wonderful thing to happen. And it, it really just took a little bit of belief and faith in myself and a little bit of belief and faith in something more than me. Spirituality is something that I took a chance on. Not religion, spirituality. Spirituality is just the belief in love as a whole. So I believe a love external yet internal to me. So it was external within everyone else and everything. And that external connection was internally inside of myself. And that just happened by me opening up my heart to love. I was in a place in prison that everything had been taken away from me. I had nobody left that would answer the phone. I mean, I was homeless for years. I lost my kids. I just, it, it was a really dark place for me. But the thing that had happened is I lost myself. I was living with a lack of love for so long 
that I had brought myself to that place. So that was my darkness, right? You don't have to be homeless or addicted or in prison or anything like that. The association that we can make together as human beings is living with a lack of love. Now, living with a lack of love for myself brought me to that prison cell. It brought me to half of my life using drugs to distract from communicating or processing the emotions that were holding me back. So I got to do that when I was in prison. I made the choice to do that. And it was as difficult as I made it. You know, I, I was really, to be honest with you, I was grateful to be in that place. I was removed from the responsibilities of the external world. And, you know, many people would say like, wow, like jail is not a place anyone would want to be. I, I will definitely agree with you. But at the same time, it was a wonderful place to, for me to be at that time because I was ready to move forward with my life. So I had a, a chance to start over again, as we all do. You know, everyone has a chance to start over from any position or any place that they are at in their life. I mean, if you're sitting in your home or your living room or your car listening to this, that's a much better place to be than jail. I can promise you that. You have access to a lot more things that I didn't have access to. But at the same time, you can make a choice wherever you are to be somebody different and to try something new. Processing emotions just comes with practice. It comes with an allowance of self to feel something but detach from the feeling and learn from the experience or memory because there's education inside of every experience we have. That's what the human life is all about. It's all about experience. But in order to move forward in your life from a place where everything matters, you've got to go inside. And it's only as difficult as you make it. Practicing distracting from your emotional traumas will make it harder and harder and harder. And the most precious thing on the planet is time because we only have a period of it. And the most beautiful thing about time is what you do with it, you know? So for me, I could have gone back into my drug addiction when I was released from jail, but I decided that I'd had enough time within that repetitive cycle that I had taught myself and I was going to do something different. And, you know, two and a half years ago, here I am in Cambodia. I'm traveling with my partner for two and a half months. And, you know, I have a company at home. I wrote some children's books. I have this wonderful podcast. And, you know, I'm going to be speaking in schools and, and, and just speaking in addiction facilities and, and just going out in the world, all because I decided to love myself. And that's something we can all associate with. That's what I did. I, I'm not special, I'm not unique, and I say this often because I want you to understand we are all the same. There's equality through every single human being. Bank accounts have tricked us into thinking that we're better or worse than other people, and it's just a trick. You know, there, there's money is completely fictitious in itself, but it's just a tool of control, a tool to divide us, which obviously is working very well. But viewing equality through your eyes is just a wonderful perspective to have because we are all the same. You know, people with money have emotional traumas the same as people without money. It, it, human beings are part of the human race. And that's something that I have learned traveling as well is that it doesn't matter where you come from. You know, we all feel and it's what we do with these feelings and these experiences that allow us to do wonderful things or hold us back. And with that, what you're doing is you're reprogramming ego. Because ego is the central nervous system for your mind in your head. But the other mind that we all have is in our heart, similar to the brain, but separate from it. So it stores its own information. It operates on its own accord, really. 
And the wonderful thing about that is once we teach our mind something new, by listening to our heart mind, we can change how we feel and how we think. It takes practice because we've practiced so long not addressing these two things. You know, we fill our mind with things that usually aren't good for us. Sugar, caffeine, alcohol, reality television, any television whatsoever, Netflix, judgmental conversations. This, this stuff is very poisonous for your growth. And it's just becoming aware of these subtleties that we practice in our life that are just become normal will help you evolve and detach from that pattern of life because the detachment of things that hold you back that don't allow you to evolve to the person you want to be is how you're going to get to where you want to go faster. And that takes work because we practiced so long allowing these complacencies and comforts in our life. You know, even though they're detrimental to us, we've allowed them and practiced them that we've gotten really good at them. So undoing that takes work, but anything you practice, you get good at. And the results are priceless. I mean, I'm sitting here today, proof that you can have anything, you can do anything, and you can be anything. And the world today as I see it is so beautiful. I'm so grateful. You know, the gratitude that I have for life is just incredible. Yeah, there's many horrible things going on on the planet, for sure. There's a lot of people that have an idea that we should divide and we should use avenues such as war as a an acceptable measure of an inability to communicate you know that is happening of course it is you can't change that because it's taken so long to get to this point but what you can change is how you feel and how you view the world and that's how we change the world it's just how we see it and once enough of us do it the collective changes and we start a movement and it grows i can tell you the reason that we don't talk about love openly and it's not distributed through avenues on social media or television is because the power that it has within it it is a force it is an absolute force fear is a tool of control it's a limited force love has no limitations because together it is the most powerful thing that we can achieve and that's why this sense of division is so heavily embedded into our programming of everyday life. You know, you got, you got to question that kind of thing, right? Like, why do we adopt these mentalities that talking about murder and division and race and language and size and color, all these other things that create these ideas that we should be fearful of each other and look at each other with judgment, why would that ever be acceptable? It's acceptable because if we come together, there's a great strength, a great force that will run through the world. And it'll see and live and breathe inequality. And it breeds empathy, compassion, kindness, trust, respect, communication. It's beautiful. Like love is so beautiful. Love is an understanding. It is just an incredible thing to be a part of because you understand it on your terms. Nobody sells it to you. There is no agenda you figure it out for yourself because you love yourself. And once you love yourself, you'll know your self-worth. And once you know your self-worth, you'll have boundaries in place where if people don't see you for the same value you see yourself for and you've worked on yourself, you'll move away from them. There's 8 billion people on the planet. It's okay to do that. But it's the ability to be able to do that, to have the courage to say, you know what, I worked on myself enough. I know how much it took to find the person I am and to fall in love with myself, that these negative conversations or these judgmental conversations, they don't work for me. And I love you as an individual, but I gotta move away from you. 
that's a wonderful thing to be able to set boundaries and and to be able to move within them you know and that's what self-love and self-care can do you just got to begin to do it right make a choice believe in yourself process your emotions detach from the emotion and look at the lesson within the experience and apply that into your life and move forward all the emotional traumas have already happened so there's no need to be stuck in the past if it doesn't allow you to move forward in the present moment it doesn't make any sense and that inability will have you miss life and when you miss life that means you're not living and just to exist is so mundane it's so boring you know to live to really see nature and see the colors and see the animals and see the people and understand and feel the energy connected within it man you're living when you go in the water and you feel the water on yourself you're one with it you know this is this is love this is life not medication no synthesized version of happiness up in here it's real work and it's a real reward because you see and you live in the real moment and i know you can get there i believe in every single one of you i believe in every single person on the planet because i know the power that each and every human being has every single one is as powerful as the next it's just whether or not you're willing to go through your darkness to free yourself and be in the light because your darkness is your light you just have to find it you know just look for the education and you'll learn and you'll go man okay you know that was tough why did my mom hold me back in life or why did my dad leave maybe it was to teach me some difficult lessons because human beings don't learn when it's easy when something's easy it's just easy but when something's difficult we learn from it now rather than staying inside of that emotion we can take the education and grow with it take that out into the world and teach another human being what we went through and that's why my story is so beautiful many people are turning to addiction in some form or another it doesn't just have to be drugs but rather than distract you can go on the journey inward and set yourself free you know remove the distractions that you have in life as it is detach from these things allow yourself to get to know who you are and and teach that to your kids have open conversations just do things that are totally new don't be fearful of trying something new the way we get better at something is when we practice so really trying to have an open conversation in a family that hasn't had an open conversation before it might be a little awkward in the beginning but you know what you're going to get better at it and your family's going to look at you and see you being the example trying something new trying to talk about how you feel if it doesn't work out the first time it doesn't matter just try again on the next one you know don't give up because the results are priceless you know this is what it is to go through life we got to learn and we got to overcome the obstacles as we as we go through them and and i can promise you 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 go down these roads you start working on yourself you are going to be free i mean free like it's it's the most incredible feeling when you can be free from yourself you know and people will see it because you won't care what you wear anymore because you'll look so good because of how you feel and when you wear that it's just a beautiful thing i'm telling you if you saw my prison photo two and a half years ago you would never believe that this guy is sitting here today and i'm going to get this prison photo to show everybody it's quite a process to do but i mean that like i mean i was homeless for years i used some serious drugs for over half of my life and i accepted love into my life and i opened my heart up to love and this is what you see, you know, and it's honest and it's authentic. The earlier episodes 
will help describe the journey uh, into self-love and self-care a little more if you're serious about taking these steps into your life. As we go forward, all these episodes will result in benefit of your personal growth. And I always share from experience and I will never sell you anything. I just want you to grow into love because love is free. And the work is as difficult as you make it, but again, it is free. It's something you get to do on your time. Just make time for it and value it way more than you value anything else because the people around you will value you for it because they will in turn gain the result that you gain as well because you will love yourself so you will understand what it means to honestly and authentically love somebody else and they will get to be a part of that, which is a beautiful thing. As always, thank you so much for listening to these episodes and the things that I have to say and appreciate yourself like please appreciate yourself because self-love starts right there it's it's okay to give yourself a positive affirmation and tell yourself you're proud of yourself for how far you've come of course we can look at the negatives in life but if we look at the negatives then we get stuck inside of just viewing life through the negatives but look at the positives allow yourself to see the accomplishments you've made how far you've come or where you want to go and make moves to get there and stay within the positivity. Yes, days will be tough. I have tough days too, but I love through them. I've learned to do that. I've learned to control my emotions by breathing or communicating when something frustrates me or something is out of my control. I take a minute and I look at it from a different angle. Meditation and breath work are practices in life that you can adopt. They don't have to look like work. It'll just become time for you to slow the mind down. And it doesn't happen overnight. It it takes practice. So be easy on yourself. Be kind to yourself. If you're kind to yourself, you'll see that you're kind to others because you'll start practicing this behavior in your life. But really the detachment from the things that are taking your time up in life, such as social media and television and Netflix, that is a requirement because then you'll have free time and you won't know what to do with it, but you will learn. (laughs) You will definitely learn how to spend time with yourself and fall in love with yourself again. And it'll be the greatest thing you've ever done in life. And you can do anything and you will really take back your independence and sovereignty and live in this beautiful planet on this beautiful time. Because it's a beautiful time. It really is. It's just how you see it. Much love, you know, always. Thank you. Thank you so much. My social media is Real Talk for an Unreal World. That's my YouTube, my Facebook, and my Instagram. Real Talk, the number four, Unreal, is my Twitter. And my Gmail is Real Talk for an Unreal World at gmail.com. And if you're going on this journey of self discovery, please email me. We can go back and forth. If you can't seem to get around something or if you need help seeing something a different way, I offer perspective. I can listen, whatever you need to do, even if you just need to vent. If you've got somebody that you know or you love that's in period of addiction or is addicted or has mental health issues or anything like that, please email me. I have extensive knowledge within these things and I can share how you can help and how you can see from maybe through their eyes because that's sometimes gives the mind and heart peace of mind thank you so much have a wonderful day enjoy life